I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is now time to unveil the NFL season totals for the 2020 season. And this is going to be probably as tough an exercise as we have had here. In quite a while. And the reason that is the case is because there's no preseason. There's not as much of a sample size from what you're hearing out of training camp. And in many ways, we're all kind of trying to just jump right in to the NFL season starting. I mean, it is wild that tomorrow we'll be previewing the first game of the year. But That's why we got to do our season totals. I got to give you five. That's what I'm going to do. There are a couple of these that I like a little more than others, but hey, I'm going to give you five. Fleegs will give you five, and then we'll go from there. Okay, let's start. My first season total play. I have the Dallas Cowboys over 10 wins, and I like this for a variety of different reasons. I think the coaching change going from Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy is an instant upgrade. I think the Cowboys offensively, with Dak playing for that contract, adding CeeDee Lamb to Michael Gallup and to Amari Cooper, Zeke running the ball, I mean, they're scary, scary good on offense. And I still think they have enough on defense, even with the loss of Byron Jones, where They'll be all right, especially because I think they're going to be better on that front seven. I'm going with Dallas over 10. I like them to win the NFC East. We'll get to that tomorrow. But I'm taking Dallas as my first over. Second, here's an over. The Detroit Lions at seven. Now, I'm putting my faith and I'm putting my trust in Matt Patricia, which is scary. But the way I see this division, it's wide open. The Lions getting Matthew Stafford back. They're getting a guy who could perform and play at a high level. Look at his numbers last year before he went down. He's playing great. I think the Lions getting over seven is a very attainable get. I think the Lions are a legit playoff contender this year. I'm going to take them to exceed that expectation. I am going Lions over seven. Now, my third one will be an under. And I'm going to go under Green Bay, nine wins. Last year, Green Bay was the king of winning the close game. I am fully of the mindset that there will be regression there. They're not going to be as good 
in the close game. Then you look at their weapons for Aaron Rodgers. And this is why I was so harsh on them. It's why I killed them throughout the draft process. Who exactly is Aaron Rodgers throwing the football to if his name is not Devontae Adams? You tell me. I have a hard time finding that guy. Therefore, I have Green Bay under nine. I think this is going to be a year that can get rather chippy and ugly for the Packers. I got them right around seven, eight wins. They're going under. My fourth. And this is the trendy team. This is the upstart team that I, for one, am buying into. I like the Arizona Cardinals over seven and a half wins. If you've been listening to this show, you know I've been in on the Arizona Cardinals. Kyle Murray. Another year in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Going and getting DeAndre Hopkins. Having a very productive draft. I know the NFC West is tough. That scares me. But when you look at the games they have in the AFC East, those are a lot of gettable, winnable games. I think Arizona takes a major step forward. I like them over 7.5. I think they are in the mix for the playoffs this year. My fourth total will be Arizona over 7.5 wins. Now, my final one, I'd love to give you an under. Thought about the Jets, can't do it. Thought about the Giants, can't do it. Thought about Jacksonville and Carolina, not going to do it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you one last over. I'm going four over this year and one under is what it is. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over nine and a half wins. I think Tom Brady's got a lot to prove. I think the Buccaneers are going to be super explosive. I think they are improved on defense. I think this notion that Bruce Arians and Tom Brady can't work together is vastly overblown, vastly overrated. I think Tampa Bay is winning 11 games this year. I think they're an 11-5 team. And I would not be shocked if they beat out New Orleans for the NFC South. I am in on the Bucs. I am sipping that Kool-Aid. Bucks over 9.5 wins. So I am going Bucks over. I am going pack under, cards over, cowboys over, lions over. So, Fleegs, now that I've given my five, are you on board with any of these? I am. I told you I wrote down extras because I knew there would be some overlap. I have three of the ones that you said on mine. I'm only going to keep one of them. One I have to give. It's the one of the three I like. But I'm with you on the Lions and the Packers. Okay, but you are going to include one of them. That is a part of your total, correct? Correct. And one of my five, I'll I'll make this number one. I'm with you on the Cardinals. I believe I buy into that offense. I'm a big Kyler Murray fan. Them adding DeAndre Hopkins in their schedule. They get the NFC East. That means the Giants and Washington. They get the AFC East. That means the Jets. That means Miami. So I think that the Cardinals can be an eight, nine win team and sneak into the playoffs. So I'm going to take them over the seven and a half. Uh, Then the rest of the way, I have two more overs and two unders. Uh, Number two, it's a low number, but I think this team is just flat-out awful. I am going to take the Jaguars minus the four, under four and a half. I mean, they just stink. This is a team that is tanking even worse than so maybe than your Dolphins were last year. And I still am not a huge believer, tank or no tank, 
in Gardner Minshew. I think that was a little lightning in a bottle last year. I think the guy's okay. He's solid. I don't think he's that great. And I do, do not like that team at any position. Uh, number three, I like the Bears under seven and a half. This wasn't a great team last year. They still don't have a quarterback, I believe in, whether it's Trubisky or Foles. And I'm sure that they're going to be bouncing back and forth between the two guys this season because nobody's going to grab that job and run with it. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bears under 7.5, and, and I think they play in a tough division. I think the Packers, even though I don't love them this year, I think they're better than the Bears, and the Vikings are better than the Bears, and I think, with you, I think the Lions are better than the Bears. So I'm taking the Bears under 7.5. And I think that's a 5-6 to six win team. Now for my two overs. Uh, did you have the Steelers at 9.5 or 10? I had 9.5. All right. And I thought about going in that direction. You know what scared me off, Fleeks? The Roethlisberger status. Because I went with them last year, and we know what happened. He got hurt. That's my only fear with the Steelers. Well, it's funny because two teams that were right in the same spot for me were the Lions and the Steelers. Both, you're taking a shot that the quarterback stays healthy for all 16 games. The Steelers passed up on adding a quality backup this offseason. But I'm still going to take that leap of faith that Ben starts 15 or 16 games, and I'm going to take them over the 9.5. Uh, I mean, I think they're the second-best team in the division. Maybe they can even win the division if the Ravens take a small step back. I'm a big believer in the Steelers, what Tomlin does there, regular season especially. Uh, So I'll take the Steelers over 9.5. My last one, I would have loved to – well, not loved, but I thought about, like you, putting the Jets in there. Couldn't pull the trigger. My last one, there's a team, the Seahawks, over 9.5. In the Russell Wilson era, they've only finished with single-digit wins once – when they went 9-7. and seven. So I'm going to take uh, roll the dice and say that streak of them winning 9-plus games continues. Over 9.5, they've won, again, double-digit in almost every single Russell Wilson year. They fly under the radar. They're a really good regular season team. I know the division is tough, but I'm going to take the Seahawks over 9.5. It's funny. I thought about Seattle. I thought about Pittsburgh. We are basically on the same wavelength with every single one of these, which is really, really scary. Um, if you had to play the Jets and the Giants, would you go under on both? I would, but I'm not playing either one. I would, uh, but I would feel much better doing it about the Jets than I do the Giants. I think the Giants are going to be right around that number, right around six. The Jets, again, I don't think they're an awful, awful football team, like a three-win team, but their schedule is so tough. I mean, you could look at it right now, and I know uh, things change. Sure, that's great. They're playing at Arrowhead there when they played the Chiefs. They're playing the Niners. I don't care where the game is, even if it's at MetLife. The Jets have four or five games where you look at it on the schedule and say, yeah, there's no chance they win that game unless there are major injuries to the other team. So even though I don't think the Jets are so far removed talent-wise, I think overall they're probably a little bit better uh, than the team that won seven games last year. Their schedule is just so tough. So if I had to bet, I would absolutely take the under. Do you put a lot of emphasis and stock in the schedule with these? I do, Fleegs. To me, it matters a lot. I'm yeah, like going through absolutely. the schedule like crazy. It matters. Yeah, and again, because you're not not the going game by game that that's a win, that's a loss. But like I did for the Cardinals, thinking, okay, what uh, what out of conference matchups do they have? What division is that? The Jets and the Dolphins. You know, even if the Jets and the Dolphins do something that makes you and I very happy this football season, they're not going to be great teams. That's a team that both teams that the Cardinals could go out and beat. They could probably beat the Patriots. They could beat the Bills. So those are the kind of things I look for are what division does that team line up with when I'm looking at the schedule to start the year. So I think it's fair to say we will both have a vested interest 
in Detroit Lions football games over the next couple of weeks. Oh, know, between like, liking be, the over and fantasy. Stafford. Absolutely. And I have Stafford. I drafted him in the WFAN fantasy. Oh, we are in the same fantasy league. How do you feel about your team tonight? I feel pretty good. Did you enjoy me jumping up uh, for Mike Kosicki? Maybe taking him a little too early, but knowing that I think you had three picks in between my two picks there, knowing that if I didn't take him there, I was not getting him because you were going to well, take him. Well, the only reason I didn't go in that direction, Fleeks, is because I kept Zach Ertz. So I was already okay at tight end. I probably was not going to look to add a second because at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to load up on as many running backs as possible. But, I, you know, for a guy who had an extra pick, I feel okay about my team. You know what I don't like? I rolled the dice hoping I'd get Kenny Galladay, and he wasn't there in the first round. Now, our league, for those of you listening, not that you care, we all have four keepers. So when you have like two guys that you're thinking about taking fleeks and both are gone, that always puts you in that frenzy of like, oh man, what am I going to do? So I ended up with Ingram and I just hope he gets as many carries as he did last year. Then I'm fine. You have to. I mean, my eyes lit up when I saw that Kenny Galladay wasn't kept. Then I realized, oh, I'm picking 10th. There's no way this guy slips to me. And you're welcome for that extra pick because that extra pick you had this year, that came from me in a trade last year. Yes, it did. I totally forgot about that. So thank you, Mike Fiegelman, for whoever that player may be. Hopefully, we'll end up being a keeper, and hopefully, I will be very happy about those. So good stuff there on the over-unders. Now, if you guys were wondering about the division odds in the AFC East, in the NFC East, I have them right now. Please, have you seen these odds yet for the divisions? I looked earlier, but I haven't checked them in a while. Um, what do you think the Jets are right now to win the AFC East? Uh, should be off the board. Um, they, they, I mean, would anybody really put them at anything better than like plus 800? No, they're 10-1 right now. 10-1. Even then, that's probably still a little too low. Miami, and I don't know if you saw this, Peter King picked the Dolphins to win the division. Did you see that? I did, and I'm with you. I, we love I Peter. We it. respect him. Especially, I Can't love Peter. I'm, I came on the show, gave us 40 minutes the other day. He was great. There's no way in the world I think the Dolphins are winning the division, especially, Mike, if they make a quarterback change and go to Tua. Right, not if you're going to a rookie midseason. And I could believe it more. Can the Dolphins have a surprising season, maybe finish around 500-9-7? I could buy that more if you didn't have two teams that I consider legitimate playoff contenders in the division. If you were only looking at the Bills or the Patriots and saying something happens to one of them and the Dolphins surpass one of them, fine. But, I mean, I think we'd all be stunned if it's not the Patriots or the Bills that won the AFC East. Well, and the odds suggest that because Buffalo is minus 115. New England, for the first time in forever, is plus money at plus 120. I'm all over, and it shouldn't surprise anyone because I like the Cowboys to go over 10 wins. I got Dallas Fleegs at minus 150 to win the NFC East. It is now minus 170 to win the AFC, the NFC East. I love that play. I mean, I'm all over that. And the Giants, by the way, are plus 1,500 to win the NFC East. Washington plus 2,500 to win the NFC East. So that tells you Vegas has more confidence in Dallas than they do in Buffalo and New England. And I would agree with that going into the year. I would. What's Philly? Because I could see them having confidence in Dallas, but Philly can't be too far off. They're not. They're plus 120. 
Uh, listen, if you're, if you're not a Cowboys believer, that's pretty good value for a team that's been a playoff team the last few years. But if you know anything about the NFC East and the way this division shakes out normally, Fleegs, the same team does not traditionally win it in back-to-back years. So that, to me, points me immediately into a Dallas direction. And Mike McCarthy is a pretty good regular season co- coach. They have not won the division three years in a row. Correct. And again, McCarthy, you and I, we, we don't love him. Uh, I didn't want him uh, for the Jets. I obviously, uh, you know, Gase, that's a whole other story. But McCarthy is a good regular season coach. Getting that fresh blood in there in Dallas, I think that's going to help them because I'm with you. I think they win the division. They're going to be a really good team in the regular season. We'll see if they can parlay that into any postseason success for the first time in forever. But I do like them in the regular season. And after all, you don't have the clapper. I mean, that again is a win. The fact that Jason Garrett will not be clapping on the Cowboys sideline. Yeah, but we'll, I'm looking we'll forward to those shots in Giant games, though, Fleeks. When we got clapper on the sideline with Joe Judge. He's going to go from being on national TV 12 to 13 times a year to us somehow having to watch him clap even more because we know that because of form, when a former head coach is your offensive or defensive coordinator, the TV camera crews love showing them. They got a whole lot of love. It's and if Joe Judge doesn't give you any personality, which he might not on the sidelines, and I think Giant fans will be okay with that, but it might mean more Jason Garrett reaction shots. Well, unless Joe Judge is going to be doing like mudslides or whatever, then maybe uh, he'll get a little bit more TV time. Just a smidge. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.